welcome to the Your Pretty Pennies podcast. I'm your host, Tara Jones, a personal finance coach, lifestyle designer, and mommy. The YPP podcast is a weekly show created to inspire and assist you with becoming financially stable so you can build wealth and design your desired lifestyle. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Your Pretty Pennies with Tara Jones. I'm Tara Jones, financial success coach and lifestyle designer, and I help women use their income to create the lifestyle they desire. Happy March. Happy almost spring. We haven't at least in Michigan, we have not seen not a sign of spring. We are like in the midst of like negative degree weather. So hopefully we turn a corner here soon, but happy March and happy financial level up month. Yes. Over here in the Your Pretty Pennies community, this month we are focusing on leveling up in our finances. And I'm going to be going live two to three times a week with a different financial topic um, in a different area of your finances for you to level up in. How amazing is that? As always, head over to yourprettypennies.com backslash coaching if you need one-on-one support and help. And also you can go to bit.ly backslash the financial reset if you are, or you can go to Your Pretty Pennies to get that as well, yourprettypennies.com. If you want the DIY version of creating your financial plan that has you leveling up in all areas of your finances, all right? So today we are going to be focusing on your money mindset. And this is something that I talk about quite often is mindset when it comes to managing your money and creating the lifestyle you desire because it is the number one most important thing for you to address as you try to level up in your finances. Again, as we go throughout the month in this financial level up series, we're going to be talking about different topics. And if you have a whack mindset around money, if you have a lack mindset around money, if you have a defeated or guilty or uh, any uh, low frequency, low vibe mindset around money, guess what? You're not going to have the motivation, inspiration, or hope to move forward, right? I'm here to give hope to the hopeless, so to speak. So today we're talking about your money mindset. Now I was writing a few notes um, about how I overcame a poor money mindset, a negative, a lack of money mindset. Um, And before I get into those, I want to address some things that either I hear from my clients or I went through myself, right? Um, um, So I want to, there's a few questions I want to ask before I kind of dive into the common things that I hear. So number one, what, how do you view money? How do you view money? Get your pens, get your paper, write some of these questions down, write these answers down because it's really going to reveal how you feel about money. And remember what we believe and what we think is how we act, right? So if you believe that you suck at money, if you believe money is bad, if you believe that you can't manage money, if you believe that there's no coming back from the amount of debt that you have, guess what? You're absolutely right. But if you believe that you can overcome your financial past, if you can believe that you can manage millions of dollars and you believe that you will touch millions of dollars in your lifetime, if you believe that you are absolutely a great financial manager, if you believe that, guess what? You're absolutely right, right? 
So it's all about what you believe. It's all about the thoughts that you're telling yourself. It's all about your mindset. So number one, how do you view money? Do you view money as a tool? Do you view money as something negative? Do you view money as something positive? Do you view money as a resource? Do you view money as something that is holding you back from your goals? What what is the answer to this question? And if you're watching the replay, drop it in the comments. If you're watching live, drop it in the comments if you so feel inclined to share. How do you view money? Number two, what are your beliefs surrounding money? Mm, Do you believe that money is hard to make? Do you believe money is hard to maintain? Do you believe money is to be spent frivolously? Do you believe that money is to be hoarded, right? We have people who spend everything that they earn. And then we have people who save everything they earn because they feel like they're going to have a major financial hardship. And both mindsets are lack mindset, right? Because we don't want to attract with our thinking and with our beliefs that financial ruin is going to occur. Let me save all the money that I touch and don't use it to invest, to build, to bless others to create the lifestyle you desire right um so either way you have to check your money mindset right number three where and when did you learn your beliefs about money now i'm gonna tell you right now a lot of us we have a mindset that was given to us before we even knew what money was statistics show that most individuals have their money mindset or their their thoughts around money shaped and set in stone by the time they're age of seven. So that means whatever your parents showed you about money or said around you, whether it was myths, whether it was true, whether it was false, whether it was negative thinking, whether it was lack thinking, whether it was scarcity mindset, poverty mindset, or if it was abundant mindset, if it was prosperity, if it was uh amazing thoughts about money great money management skills and tools whatever it is whatever side you're on most most often you received it from your parents or your upbringing wherever you were born and raised at right so we have to kind of go back and we have to sit down and think about this and say where did i opt into this like was this a belief that was given to me do i even really believe this Like, I'm 30 years old. For me, I'm 30. I've been carrying around some beliefs about money that I was told when I was 12, 13, 14 years old from my parents who were not good at managing money. Let's call a spade a spade. They'll tell you, right? And so I can no longer be walking around with that if I expect to be successful in using my income to create the lifestyle I desire, right? I have to shed that. But first, you have to identify it. So what are your views around money? Um, How do you view money? And when did you receive these beliefs or views, right? Now, I'm going to talk about some common fears and blocks around money. And I want you to let me know if you can let me know internally. You don't have to post it. (laughs) Let me know if any of these sound like you or if any of these resonate with you. Um, I don't have enough money to become financially free or even get started. That's a good one. A lot of individuals, no matter their income, I've seen this with with, with various incomes, they still feel like whenever I look at the amount of debt I have, 
the financial goals that I have, the plans that I have for my business, the plans I have for my family, how many children I want or have, the type of vacations I want to go on. It is unrealistic for me. So therefore, I don't even start. I don't even start the process of managing my money right because at the end of the day, it's unrealistic. I don't have enough money. And I've seen people who make $30,000 have this mindset. And I've seen people who make $150,000 a year have this mindset. And so first of all, I want to tell you that your mindset has nothing to do with your current income. I was actually at a speaking engagement that I, that, um, I was hired to speak. I was at an event I was hired to speak at a couple weeks ago. And I talked about how you do not need money to what was what was my comment i mean what was my statement we often think we need more money than we do to uh achieve the goals that we have right and so i gave the example of colgate toothpaste and i seen this on a video one time and this woman said when it comes to money yes we do need to learn how to manage it yes we need we do need to learn how to be good financial stewards, definitely, absolutely. Every time we get money, we should be multiplying it, making it work for us, create the lifestyle we desire, bless others, bless ourselves, leave a legacy for the future, all of that good stuff. At the same time, we don't always need money to achieve what we think we need to achieve. So for example, I gave the example of, sorry, I'm looking out my window and someone's stuck. So another person is like pushing them. See, Michigan is crazy. We like in the middle of a snowstorm. It's supposed to be sp spring next week. It's crazy. Um, oh, I gave the example of Colgate toothpaste. So this woman was saying on this video, she said, when you're thinking, when you're thinking about money and you're thinking about manifesting and creating, you know, I will say my, my words, creating a lifestyle you desire, Sometimes it's not money that you need to be asking for. Sometimes it's the actual thing. So for example, Colgate toothpaste. Oftentimes we'll say, I need enough money in order to buy Colgate toothpaste. When in reality, you don't necessarily need the money. You can go past the middleman, which is the money, and just say, I want to manifest Colgate toothpaste, right? So think about it in your business. I want to increase my income or I want to be a national bestseller. Some people think you need to make a certain amount of a certain income in order to be a national bestseller or to increase your sales revenue or to, you know, do whatever you need to do in your business in order to grow and scale your business, right? Why can't you just ask for the clients? Why can't you just ask for the visibility? Right? Like why do you need to make money then use that money to get the visibility? Again, money is important, money is useful, right? Not saying that, but sometimes we'll look at our goals, our debt, our whatever the case is, and we get defeated because we think there has to be an income or amount of money attached to us in order to achieve it. I've seen plenty of times where people who make $30,000, $40,000 a year pay off $60,000 in less than two years, i.e. me. I guarantee you, and I'm, I'm here to tell you, that not all of my success with paying off that amount of debt was attributed to my income. It was attributed to my belief. It was attributed to my ability to allow, to receive, to get supernatural debt cancellations, 
I learned how to negotiate. I learned new information. So I had witty ideas and creative ideas to bypass some of the things, some of the amount of debt that I had to pay, right? It was not necessarily based on my income that I was attaining financial success. Income is important, but it's not only about the income. So if you tell yourself, oh, I only make $40,000 a year, I only make $50,000 a year, I only make $100,000 a year, where I'm trying to go, whether it's financial freedom, whether it's business, whether it's taking care of a large family, whatever the case is, it's unrealistic because I don't see this number in my bank. I'm here to tell you that that's not the only way to be successful. The amount of money in your bank account is not indicative of whether or not you can achieve something. There are other factors that go into that. Does that make sense? Let me know in the comments if that makes sense. Another thing I always hear, um, I am broke or I don't have enough income to invest in myself. Now I've seen a status uh, from my homegirl. She said, saying that, no, she said, waiting to invest yourself, invest in yourself until you get the money is like waiting to go to the gym until after you're physically fit. And this is going to be something that a lot of people have trouble with wrapping their heads around because they say, okay, after I pay my bills every month, I do not have enough money to invest in coaching, to invest in the financial reset, to invest in a personal trainer or whatever the case is, right? For me and for my clients, from what I've seen, we do it differently. We use our income to first save, give, invest, and then we use the rest to pay bills, to do everything else. Because nine times out of 10, the things that we're investing in is going to give a return that's going to result in us being able to handle the other obligations that we have. So for example, when I first started out on this financial journey, well, my intentional financial journey, I should say, because we're all, we're all manifesting and we're all creating our world, whether it's intentional or in, in, unintentional, right? Um, whether we get the results we want or we get the results we don't want, like our actions create consequences, point blank period, right? So when I first started out, I could have said, you know what? I'm not gonna spend this $20 or this $30 or this $50 on books or on coaching or on whatever it is that I needed at that time to start leveling up in my mindset so I can start managing my money a better way. I could have said, you know what? I'm not you only my my income is only going to be used to pay all these bills. I would have been in the same space as I was in before I like at, than I am now. If I never took the time and said, you know what? I'm just gonna have to be late on, or I'm gonna do a payment arrangement on some of these other bills because. It is very important for me to start cleaning up my money mindset, start cleaning up my financial life to create a strategy. And for me, that was books, that was coaching, that was this, that was that, that was that, that was this. It was a bunch of things I invested in wisely. I just wasn't spending frivolously, it was wisely, right? But if I never did that and I always said, you know what? 
yeah, my bank account ain't looking like I can invest in myself. Guess what? I would have been there. And I guarantee you, by me putting my faith out front and saying, you know what, God? I'm going to start investing in myself. You led me to these resources. You led me to this individual to help me build my business, to help me build my finances, this personal trainer. I'm going to put my faith out front, use a portion of my income every month to save, use a portion of my income to uh, give, use a portion of my income to invest. And then whatever I have left over, I know you'll make a way for me to pay the bills. I know you'll make a way for me to pay off this past debt, right? And guess what? It absolutely happened. Absolutely happened, right? But you have to believe and you have to have the mindset that it will happen. If you don't believe it, it won't happen. Belief is everything. Faith is everything. All right? Next, next negative, money, fear, or black. I'm going to do a good one. Oh, this is a good one. I hate writing that check. And this was like a direct quote from somebody in my, my uh, YPP community, right? I hate writing that check to my student loans each month. I hate my student loans. They took advantage of me. I didn't know what I was signing up for when I was in college. Now, I'm going to give you a little bit of leeway here because, yes, when you're eight, between the ages of 18 and 24, your, prefront, your frontal lobe, your prefrontal cortex is not fully developed. And that's typically when, we, when humans make the worst mistakes of their life, whether it's financial, whether it's in their, their health, fitness, any other, any other area of their life. That's like the worst time that people make mistakes, right? So I get it. Been there, done that. That's why I was paying off all that debt. That's why I was getting it in when I wasn't supposed to be getting it in and I'm having a baby but making the right choices, ended up becoming a single parent in college, wasn't making the best choices. Get it, right? But at the same time, you have to take responsibility for yourself and the choices that you made in the past, whether or not you had all the information present, but then you also have to look at what you got out of it, right? My friend and I were talking last night and I talked about the supernatural law of transmutation and how basically God can transform anything that's meant for our harm, that's meant to harm us or is considered bad and can turn it to something good. That is how I look at, that's how I was looking at my debt as I was paying it off. Instead of being so irritated that, you know, these colleges and credit card companies and whoever else you felt like were like were uh, undergoing predatory practices towards young adults which is absolutely a thing absolutely true it is what it is right at the same time you got something out of that you got a degree out of that you got learning out of that you got a car out of that you got a couple of more months if you had credit cards you got a couple of more months of being able to live in your home or to afford clothes or if you bought pizzas all on your credit card you got pizzas out of that you got something out of it you didn't just they didn't just take your money and you didn't get anything out of it and now you're in debt you got something out of that so a good practice is to bless your debt and say hey i don't feel guilty about my past mistakes or my my past decisions or the amount of debt i'm in i got something out of it now, I'm not staying here, 
I'm not staying in debt. I'm not staying being a, I'm not going to stay being a slave or being a borrower, right? I'm not going to stay there because my goal is to be a blessing to others. I can't be a blessing to others if I'm the one in need of a blessing, right? But at the same time, you got something out of that. So we got to get out of victim mode and get out of victor and get into victor mode, right? You are a victor. You are a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror, right? Jesus Christ died on the cross. You are more than a conqueror. You absolutely can overcome this debt. You absolutely can create the lifestyle you desire. But if you have the mindset of, oh, they got me. Oh, they did this. Oh, they did that. That is such a low vibration. You will not have the mindset, the encouragement, the motivation, the hope, the wisdom, the open mind to go further, right? And I can list a bunch of other ones. I actually have more written down. So let's get into the three steps that you need to take. There's many of them, but I'll give you three that you can start with. And if again, if you need help and assistance with this, yourprettypennies.com backslash coaching. You can go there, fill out an application to coach one-on-one with me, or you can go to bit.ly backslash the financial reset and um, get into the Financial Reset Online Academy, which is walking you step-by-step. It's almost like being in a coaching session with me, but you don't have me helping you. It's like a DIY version of my my one-on-one coaching, all right? So number one, create a financial vision, personal vision, for yourself. And again, y'all already know this is going to be the first thing that I tell everybody to do, no matter what we're talking about. You need to understand what it is that you want. You know you don't want to be in debt. You know you don't want bill collectors calling. You know you don't want to have a slow growing business. You know you don't want to rob Peter to pay Paul. You know you don't want to live on credit cards. You know you don't want to borrow money from family and friends. You know, all these things you don't want. Now it's time to identify what you do want, right? And when you do this, there might be some stinking thinking that comes up. And this is your money mindset. There might be some doubt as you write on that paper. You like, girl, you are not about to buy a condo in the next year. You are not about to pay off your car. Girl, bye. You tried that last year. You've been working on that since 2014. Yeah, right. Right? It might be some of that coming up. And that leads to number two, which is you have to cancel those. So whatever it is that comes up that is a negative thought or negative belief, I want you to write it down. And then I want you to write the exact opposite right under it. And whatever you write under it is going to be what you say every day until you start believing it. This is literally you retraining your brain, right? So for example, if when I'm writing down my personal vision statement, what I want to see for myself in all areas of my life, and you get to a point where you're like, oh, this is unrealistic. It's unrealistic for me to pay off my car in in 24 months, or it's unrealistic to pay off my car in 12 months. So your job is to create a statement that says, I can absolutely pay off my car in the next 24 months or less. And then you can add whatever it is else that you want to that. And then you're going to post it somewhere and you're going to say it every day. 
And you're not going to believe it at first because you've been operating in a mindset that has been something totally different. You've been rehearsing that for years and years and years, probably since you were seven, right? Talk about the money mindset goes all the way back to seven years old. So therefore, it's going to take some work for you to overcome some of this negative thinking. But the, the work is required and it's absolutely necessary. I used to have a saying on my wall that says, the work is not easy, but it's absolutely worth it, right? Paying off a large amount of debt is not easy, but it's absolutely worth it. Becoming disciplined in your finances, saving enough money for your first down payment on your new home, um, upgrading your car with cash, all these different things that goes against your natural impulses to spend however you want is not easy, but it's worth it right so i'm here to tell you if you're looking for the easy way this is not one two three easy street like it's not easy but it's worth it trust and believe me it's worth it right so then that's number two cancel out those negative blocks with positive statements positive affirmations right and then number three Create some favorite money mantras and affirmations to kind of keep you motivated and going and to kind of transform your mindset. Again, these are going to be like general statements. They may or may not feel realistic to you. I'm telling you right now, when I was saying it nine years ago, they did not sound realistic. They did not feel realistic. You know, I, I used to look at how my bank account looked. And I compared them to what I was saying, and I felt like a fraud. I felt like I'm um, psyching myself out, or I'm just lying to myself, or getting my hopes up. And you know, I was tired of that at that point. But when I tell you this was like major, once I reached a point where I surpassed the negative thinking that I operated in for such a long time. It literally is like opening up a new door, like opening up a new world. So here are some of my favorite like money affirmations that I recite to continue to refresh and reset my money mindset. Because at, one thing I've noticed that as you go up in success in whatever area, you find <laughs> new blocks that you had that you don't even know you had, right? So even in my business, in my finances, like it's one thing to say i can manage a large amount of money when you never had it and you're like oh yeah i think i can do it if i can do this I, if i can pay out this amount of money i can do this no 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 no. you constantly are coming up against resistance you're constantly coming up against beliefs and mindset blocks that you didn't know you had that you kind of have to challenge and push through and get through and overcome all right, so here are some of my favorite ones. Number one, I release all feelings of lack, fear, and limitation, and I joyfully accept blessing and abundance. So powerful. Number two, money flows freely and abundantly into my life, and I know exactly how to manage it. Again, you might be whack at managing money right now, but you need to have the mindset, because again, belief and thought creates your actions. So if you believe you suck at managing money, you're going you to suck at managing money. That's what your actions is going to do. But if you start believing that you are a good money manager, that you are a good lifestyle designer and a creator of your world, guess what? You're going to start walking in that, right? Number three, I give myself permission to have a life of financial freedom 
and overflow. Oftentimes, especially as women, we are waiting on permission to be okay with and to accept and to be proud of what we desire, right? Sometimes other people who are in their negative mindset, who are in their stinking thinking will say, will make us try to feel bad for the ambition that we have, for the goals we're trying to reach. I, don't, I, I know everybody who watches this video is um, an ambitious individual because that's all I attract. That's what you want. You want to go to the next level. You are not here to play small. You are not here to be in debt for the rest of your life. It is not okay with you to be a borrower, to be a slave to the lender, as the, the Bible says. You ain't okay with it. You trying to get out here, build your business, take care of your family so you don't have to choose between the two, have time freedom, have financial freedom, right? Be able to go on vacation when you need to, be able to lend money to your friends and family whenever you need to, tithe, give, save, spend whenever you want, upgrade your wardrobe every three months, right? We're not here to play any games. So you have to have the mindset of, I'm not here to play games. Even in my finances, I can do this. I can manage money the way I need to. Here's another one. I spend money fearlessly and cheerfully because even more money is on its way back to me. This is one I used to say because I used to get so irritated when I used to have to pay my bills every month. Now I bless each and every dollar that comes out of my account. I'm thankful to pay BTE Energy, which is my gas company, because I'm getting something in return, but I know every time I spend, more money comes to me. And do you know why I know that? Because I believe that. And what you believe is what you get in this world. It's not what you deserve. It's not what you desire. It's what you believe you can have. It's what you believe you can do that what activates you getting what you desire. It's not the desire alone. It's the belief in the desire. It's the belief in your actions. It's the belief in what you're going after. So you have to believe that you can do what it is that you're saying you're doing. All right. So the last one, all the money I earn and spend brings me joy and enriches my world. AKA, all the money I earn is used to create the lifestyle I desire. You already know that's my tagline, right? Matthew 6.33, seek ye first kingdom of God and all will be added on to you. The desires of your heart will be added on to you, right? So we out here, God is promising us the desires of our heart, but we're poor financial stewards that we can't even maintain it, achieve it, attain it, receive it, accept it, right? Uh-uh, not anymore. All the money I earn and spend brings me joy. So it brings me joy to pay my bills. It brings me joy to receive unexpected financial blessings for those of us who have problems with receiving. It brings me joy to give. It brings me joy to receive. It brings me joy to pay bills. It brings me joy to invest. It brings me joy to pay off debt. It brings me joy to save money in the bank. This is the mindset you have to have going forth in our financial level up series because we're hitting on so many points in our finances and in our lifestyle that your money will be needed and we got to have a better relationship with money all right 
All right, so if that feels good to you, let me know in the comments what your aha moments were, what your takeaways are. Again, come back tomorrow. We're going to talk about another lesson. So typically, I'm going to go live Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. If something happens or something comes up, I will have to push it back and just do a makeup day. Um, but typically, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursdays for every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday in March, I'll be going live in the morning. That's my challenge to myself to get more disciplined. To stay out the dang on bed and get up earlier because I've been falling back into sleeping in late. So getting up early, if I live stream in the morning, I won't sleep in. <laughs> I have to get up and get dressed. So that's just my thing to myself. So um, yeah, let me know your takeaways. Aha moments, work on your money mindset, watch the replay, listen to this over and over, and meet me back here tomorrow. All right. Thank you so much for watching. Take care.